you show footage? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Neato. Neato. Haven't seen that. Um, you, you, you would be proud of me. Yeah. Lyle, um, I, I came in with some hot bear talk. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Because this episode uh, is sponsored, not really, but but in my brain, <laughs> it's, it's sponsored by um, Hulu's The Bear. Okay. Uh, have you seen this show? No. It's pretty damn good. Um, so it's about this guy. He's a a very accomplished, um, like fine dining chef. Uh-huh. like like le cordon bleu like you know you know the big leagues um <laughs> sure and he he has to go back to chicago or or chooses to go back to chicago um to run his family's sandwich shop um which is you know not at all even close to the fine dining experience um right. and and there's you know there's some past with this guy you know some some talks of addictions and and the like. Um, mm-hmm. Maddie Matheson is in it. Hey, which, that's cool. Uh, every everybody loves uh, Maddie Matheson, and also he's, he's the most awesome. lovable man. I mean, <laughs> he just is. The funniest part is he's not even a chef in the show. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he's like the maintenance guy for the shop. It's so good. Yeah, um, that feels right. Yeah, it's a. He doesn't really consider himself much of a chef. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, I'm a guy who cooks stuff. I mean, it, I think the same would be said for anyone who works at just like a sandwich shop. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to talk down to sandwich shoppers here. Nah, but, man. But here I go. That's your dream. Um, you fucking you chase that dream. You get it. No, it's a very cool show. Um, it yeah. it just dropped on uh, like the end of June, and it's just been kind of sitting there. And huh. uh, I decided to just boot it up just to see, and it seems pretty cool. Um, and see, about- you did. Probably about halfway through uh-huh. the the season. Uh, yeah, right. Recommend on. it. Well, see, my bug or my bear talk wasn't exactly even bear talk because I mean neither was yours really. Where's the bear at? I mean, it's in the name. <laughs> well, also in a name. <laughs> there's uh bug bears. Not really related to bears. They're more like a hobgoblin, like a boogeyman type. But uh, yeah, D and D had a playtest thing come out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For one D and D, they claim they're doing that thing that they do, where they claim that their whole goal here is to make a more simplified version that everybody can access, that can be backwards compatible with fifth edition. And then end up being like a modular, you uh, can just take it anywhere, play it anywhere, online, offline, wherever you are, however you want to play it. Which sounds really cool. The problem is, I feel like I've been a part of several uh, D&D playtests, and usually they kind of overpromise and underdeliver a bit. So we'll see how it goes. Now, when you say that, what do you even mean? Like... Fifth edition was supposed to be like a really simplified version. Like what? Okay, you you need to like break oh, it down. Oh oh oh. Okay, so first of all, one D and D is the new release. Okay. Yes. Um. Yeah. That's where. That's Which a good starting good point. You know, given given what they want to do, uh, that seems like a pretty good name for that. It's program. fitting. Mm-hmm. Um. 
like I said, their their goal is to make it more simple, to make it more accessible, uh, to not piss people off by releasing a whole bunch of new source material that you have to pay for because you can use your old source material. It's supposed to still be valid. Okay. Um, they're also incorporating an online element that you can do your like character building online. You can import your characters and your minis, your character models into a virtual space where you have like a virtual tabletop that you play with, which is sick. I mean, don't get me wrong. That is amazing. Um, and some of the screenshots and early tests, video stuff that they've been showing looks really promising. Uh, we shall see. It's a difficult so, integration, I think. Is is it a little bit like that? Um, you know, the one. The, Do what? What's the, the Tailspire? Oh, Eh. Like like in in presentation, like is it is is that kind of what they're going for? I don't like, think so because cool? I think well yeah kind of kind of but I think that Tailspire is such a like hey we're not affiliated with anyone we're just going to do a base level thing that's very nondescript and then you take that for what it is um, where D and D is like no this is our product so you're going to be able to tie everything in here your characters will be imported you can order your mini your mini will be digitized and like you get a copy of that as well so that way when you play the game if you're playing it on an actual tabletop or a virtual tabletop it matches exactly okay so i mean it's a it's a way more in-depth big promise that i'm talking about here um but the same concept as far as like yeah you can build your world you can build your map but i think you can actually import maps so if they sell you like you go out you buy yourself um this new adventure the adventure is like underdark or whatever you get the box the box has the game manual it has a map it has um like little lore things and artwork and stuff like that but you also get a code and the code goes on, plugs into the online system. And then all of those maps that you have that you would be playing on an actual tabletop, you can access digital in, you know, in that digital space. Huh. So like, that's really sick. But I mean, historically, those type of like physical to digital toys don't work very well. Like, yeah. I mean, this, this is kind of a different situation in that, People have been buying this physical toy for a long time. Um, and I think that same crowd has been seeking an online experience for a long time as well. Well, at the very least, the last two years, right? Like, I guess. I mean, for me, it's know, way I, longer, I but I mean, I'm a different type of things. I mean, a different level. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, the simplified part of it is the actually the part that got me more than anything because. I remember back in the day, 3.5 was like my favorite, but it was hella math heavy and the rules were like really complicated. And so when you're a DM, you spend a perfect time playing the game that you, you crafted and the story telling the story that you crafted and the other like four or five hours that you play arguing with players about like, no, 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 but I rolled this, but then it also has a bonus for this. So remember, because I have this magical item, it does this thing and that thing and whatever. And you're like, aha, all right. Whatever you say, you win. I, I don't care. Let's move on. So this is promising to cut back on some of that to make the rules more simple and easy to understand for everybody. Um, and now, now here's here's that was the general kind of overview of what I'm talking about here. But 
the play test, my initial thought about this play test, what does play test mean to you? Uh, well, there's two words, right? You, you're, you're going to be playing it. To uh-huh. test, you're just going to be playing it. Yeah. You're going to be playing it to test it and then give your feedback. Um, they gave us a PDF with some rules and like information about races and stuff. Don't call that a play test. Wait. Uh, it, that's all it is. I, I'm looking at it right now. It is 21 pages of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's got character origins. It's got some base rules that you can look at. It's got the spell list, race list, background list. That's it. So it's... Don't call that a playtest. So, so I mean, <laughs> they technically gave you... <laughs> they gave you the stuff needed to playtest it. Nope. However... Nope. Uh, no, if, I guess... If they, you yeah. use the old stuff, if you use 5th edition things, because... You don't have any campaign at all that they, they didn't build any campaign for you. So you have to come up with all your own stuff. Um, you don't have a character sheet that they supply for you. So if they have a new character sheet that fits this better, um, they don't they haven't given it to us yet. So you still have to use fifth edition for that. You don't have classes. We have a race list and we have spells. So I don't know. Are they doing away with classes? I highly fucking doubt that. You know, no, they have. Well, I would hope not. I, well, I the hope only not way that I could people. say that the only thing that I can justify that with, with by saying like maybe that's what they're doing is they gave us an arcane spell list, a divine spell list, and a primal spell list. Normally, what they do is they go, okay, here's the races, um, you know, or the classes. You have a paladin. Paladins take these paladin divine spells, or right. a cleric, I guess, is a, is a better example. But cleric divine spells. Well, this one doesn't have any classes listed. It just says that there are three spell categories that your character can take. So our class is going to be an implied. It sounds crazy, right? It's, it's probably not the case. Anyways, but maybe the classes are more <laughs> of like, hey, my character is a paladin. He's a human. He has there. Therefore, I'm going to give him divine spells. Right. I it can't be that it's so weird but i'm just saying that they don't give you everything they don't give you enough they don't give you any beasts uh or 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 beast like stats or enemy stats they even say something as vague let me find this thing because it was a crazy thing that i heard um they give you ah okay in creature type it says every creature in D, including every player character has a special tag in the rules that identifies the type of creature they are most player characters are of the humanoid type. Here's a list of the game's creature types. And then it lists all of them, Aberration Beast, blah, 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 blah. And it says these types don't have rules themselves, but some rules in the game affect creatures of certain types in different ways. For example, the description of Cure Wounds specifies that the spell does not benefit a construct. So it doesn't say, it doesn't mention the undead, because usually Cure Wounds doesn't fix undead either. So it's right. even so vague that it's like giving us like, well, for instance, it might in this case be kind of something like that. 
You know what I mean? And so like that's to me, that's not a fucking play test. I can't play with this. I can read it and then I can tell you what I think about the rules that you're giving us. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a thought test. Yeah. Like we're just gonna oh. workshop some ideas. We're just gonna Yeah. We're gonna throw this. But what they but what they're saying though is that they want a very comprehensive start to finish, um, player integrated kind of like they, the fifth edition, they, I know for a fact because I was a part of the playtest for that. They did take a lot of player feedback, and they really they made use of it. But this one, they're talking about a way more involved. Like, like we take every suggestion into consideration, and they're really talking about giving power to the players. So maybe that's power intentional. Player, maybe that's intentional. <laughs> maybe that's intentional, though. Is like, hey, every step of the way, everything we come up with, we want you to be involved in. So even though we don't have much here, check this out. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like, hey, we got an idea for a thing. Um, we're gonna announce it right now, and then uh, try to get y'all to hop it, in with what you think. <laughs> it feels you know? simultaneously super cool. And really fucking lame. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I'm so stoked and also pretty disappointed. I get that. It's weird. Anyway. I mean, especially if it... I don't know, dude. I'm so tired of... It seems way too early to announce it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, they could have just not announced it. (laughs) Yeah, they're talking about not actually having a playable game or a a finished product until uh, two years from now. Yeah, that seems a little too far. I mean, that that also yeah. seems like why it's not a real play test. Mm-hmm. It's too far. I don't know. I mean, I've never done uh, one of those, um, but I know it's super cool, and anybody can do it. So, like, maybe maybe you should check it out. We'll do it over the over Discord or something. I don't know. I feel like everything you just said made me think it wasn't super cool, but um, well. I just mean the playtest process. The playtest process is pretty neat. Like watching it evolve and change rapidly is pretty kind of, I don't know. I mean, insider shit is pretty cool. I I get, you know, that, that feeling with some like, uh, like early access games, you know, like fuck watching Hades grow was, (laughs) was pretty damn dope. Um, dead cells actually was pretty cool too. Um, that's the sort of shit that gets me buying into them repeatedly though. Mm-hmm. And, and those those two set a pretty high bar, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, dude, I gotta hit that real quick because there's not much to say about it that I haven't already said. I I love Dead Cells in it in like a safety blanket kind of way, like it, it feels comfortable. Um, but it, oh god, I'm at a point where it's just in fucking sane, dude. Like very hard difficulty in that game. It's punishing as hell. I have. Uh, a thing that I do now and it's gotten worse to the point of where I just hit restart, 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 restart over and over and over and over again, because I'm trying to find the item that has the four times. And it doesn't matter what color it is or what slot it goes into. If it has that four times damage, I'm going to take it. I take four times damage and so do the enemies. So then I have to also in that same role, and it's a very like random rare occasion that that happens, but also I need a weapon, one weapon, doesn't matter which one, but one weapon that I like to use. So it's fucking tricky. Um, and, And then I have to hope that on that run, 
I might also run into an upgraded version of it. That's not necessary, but it does help because once I get that item and I can roll the stat on it that I do 50% more damage at max health, I'm just one-shotting every fucking thing I run into. The problem is other things may also one-shot me. So the only way I'm going to get through this difficulty is if I can make that perfect build and also never get hit. Which is such a pain in the dick. No, I mean, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> so I spend, I spend like two hours playing the game and I only do like two or three runs. <laughs> it's fucking insane, dude. Uh, yeah, I feel like you've crossed some sort of threshold that you should not. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Not be into. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I look forward to you not putting yourself through that anymore (laughs) (laughs) one day dude i'm gonna beat the whole thing and i'll be like 65 i'll be like i can die now and well i mean you'll you'll have a dead cells too at that point oh don't say that dude oh yeah no it's it's gonna happen it's gonna happen um i okay i posted this in the chat um did you happen to Check out Glorious. No. Oh my God. Do you do you know what Glorious is? No. Okay. Um, so here here's the stage I'm gonna set. Um, I watched the trailer a few days ago, and it is about this guy who is um let's say he he's I don't want to give up away too much, but he's stuck in a a um rest stop bathroom okay and what he what he finds himself hey i saw i saw a preview for this okay yeah 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 it looked crazy oh i mean keep going keep going he he finds himself stuck in a restaurant uh rest stop bathroom and uh he's in this stall that he runs into because he just has to fucking puke his brains out uh and when he kind of comes to with this voice talking to him um, he realizes that there's what is essentially a glory hole um, in in the side of the stall, and around it is this painting of this. Uh, let's just go ahead and call it what it is: an eldritch uh, deity of some sort. Um, and then he's he's being spoken to through uh, through the wall and from the other um, the other stall there, and uh, it's J.K. Simmons. Is the one who's talking to him and let me tell you that movie was as wild as you think it is um yeah it has to be right i mean it it goes from like you you take a look at it and you're like okay i see what they're going for here and they're really gonna play on that with you because you actually don't see what they're going for here um there's so many different layers to it there's uh, the eldritchness that like it's so obviously a Lovecraft thing, um, which was the main reason I wanted to check it out because I'm like this is so hard to do. It is so hard to make a good Lovecraft movie. Um, I Agreed. I would venture to say one has been made, <laughs> and Colorado Space was not without its problems. Um, but I wanted to check it out for that reason, pretty much yeah. alone. And then also, um, J.K. Simmons on the other side of a glory hole uh, sounds hilarious if you just say those words out loud. Um, it wasn't, I, I will say this, it's it's not a comedy. 
Um, that's not that it's, it's not without humor, um, but it is it is playing everything pretty pretty much straight faced, and is really fucking good. Like they do a really good job of channeling what they're trying to channel and like doing Lovecraft justice um, yeah. in a way that like. Like, I really don't want to give too much away, but I would say it is a damn near perfect uh, Lovecraft movie as far as I'm concerned. Um, with one small caveat, um, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that they do show you um, a monster, a being, a god, whatever. Ooh. And I feel like they could have done without that. Yeah. It was, it was they usually really close. They usually can. And and you kind of have to like to capture the true spirit. You kind of have right, to. right. Um, so that was a little disappointing. It was yeah. It was very brief, but it was also at a point where it's like, well, man, now you kind of ruined it. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you kind of just undid a lot of what you were doing. Um, but no, it's cool. I mean, there's obviously your A story about this guy and and why is he in there and why is this person being thing talking to him. Um, then you find out you know, that, that he's part of this like mission sort of like he has to, he has to do something, um, to, you know, save the universe, that type of thing. Um, so then it's this story of them, the JK Simmons trying to convince him like, Hey, you know, uh, if you don't do this, like the world's going to end, you don't care about that. Okay, cool. Um, (laughs) let me tell you why you should. And then you're getting some background on the main character too who at the beginning of the movie, it's, it's kind of alluded to that. Like he's just gone through like some sort of breakup or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. and then it gives you a look into hit, like throughout the process of the movie, it shows you just bits and pieces more and more and more about what, you know, what that was, what his relationship was. And that, that part is actually one of the coolest parts of the whole movie. Um, cause it really comes together in a way that I did not expect. Um, I, I have to recommend that movie. Nice. It's really good. Um, and it's on, it's on shutter. Mm -hmm. Not, not too hard to find that one. Hey, you know what? I didn't really dig that much that I think you guys were saying was pretty good. I didn't really feel, uh, X. Really? It was all right. I guess it was fine. It's not like mind blowing or anything, but I thought it was a good version of that type of movie. I guess. Um, see, I saw the preview. I went to go see Orphan First Kill. I see the preview okay. of the like origin story or whatever, you know, the prequel kind of thing. Yeah. And that looks good. That looks really good. I was like, holy shit, now I gotta go watch the other one because that looks amazing. And this one, I didn't feel like it looked great. Like, it was alright. It was really dark you can definitely tell that they were going for something right like they were going for that 70s <laughs> yeah like texas chainsaw massacre yeah. um so there's like a little bit of of cheese in there that felt uh purposeful to me um mm-hmm. i don't know man just just this like combo of like hey they're making porn and then texas chainsaw massacre happens um <laughs> i thought mm-hmm. the acting was really good um, I thought like the mystery of the story with the, the inhabitants of the house, I thought was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that actually w- was what makes me a lot more excited to see that prequel, to see 
I thought it was fine. But you know what? Here's the thing. That prequel looks way more like stylized and artsy type. And that's what I love about A24 movies. I like the the showmanship and pageantry of the whole thing. And and there is definitely an element. So like, like Ty West made this movie and he, he more than any of the other people who I would consider to be in like the same class of horror director, um, which would be like the people that were in your next and the people that contributed to VHS Mm -hmm. and people that are on a 24 more than any of those. He has a very specific style um, like if you look at his movies, like House of the Devil and The Innkeepers and The Sacrament, and now X, like they all have a very—I I, I don't want to call him like an auteur necessarily, um, but you know, th- there's a style that you can look at and be like, okay, he's going for this. He's clearly inspired inspired by the old stuff, you know. Even yeah. even when he's not telling an old story, he's he's inspired by that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I can see that. I hope that, you know, cause I think you're right. Uh, Pearl definitely looks different. <laughs> it, yeah. It looks, yeah. It, it, it looks like it's not going for that same um, Texas chainsaw thing. And maybe that's, maybe that's why, like, maybe that's why the whole thing happened I'm, is I'm telling you, I think one of my wild. favorite parts of that movie of X was when it pans the t- to the TV and he's talking about his daughter that he lost to temptation and all that. Uh-huh. I, I just, just that shot in general. I was like, damn, that was cool. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of like really cool <laughs> shots in that. I, I think if nothing the else, cross scene really was pretty cool. badass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and even, um, when, uh, when what's his name goes to escape and, and runs into her, like standing outside, mm-hmm. like just some really cool stuff with the lighting of the, the headlights of the truck and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like, um, and, and just just a big shout out to Kid Cudi, very very good acting in this movie by, by him. Um, oh man, yeah, playing the playing the stallion of the group. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, no, I it, like I said, it's it's not gonna change the world. Um, it it felt weird coming on the heels of that that Texas Chainsaw uh, like remake or reboot or whatever you want to call that thing. Um, because that was like a, I thought a pretty good modernization of that story of that style of movie. And then this one just goes back to like, Hey, it's just straight up that, you know, it's just straight yeah. up backwoods. Hey arm. dude, I really like that Texas chainsaw. And I've heard like quite a few people talk a lot of trash on it. Dude, the more I think I haven't watched it again. I think I'm going to, the more I just think about that movie, the more I'm like, yeah, that was pretty damn good. Actually. It was cool. Uh, I mean, I I think what bothered people, no one likes a woke agenda. It, it, like, well, there's a yeah. lot of people that get upset about that. Um, and then also, it does that same thing that uh, the Halloween one did. But I I can forgive it more here because it's always been a little more wacky, zany, in your face kind of brutal shit. You know what I mean? Texas Chainsaw. So like when yeah. he's up in the bus and he's like just fucking. Dude. killing everybody to me that was more of like a forgiving like holy shit this is crazy because that's what the movie's about it's just being brutal well yeah and and that like i think that scene in particular is really cool because especially someone like leatherface but all these characters you know uh michael myers jason 
uh, Freddy Krueger, all these like slasher characters pick people off one by one. Yeah. And Leatherface is up here in this fucking bus with all these fucking people showing you that, yeah, no, I can just take out all these motherfuckers in, mm-hmm. in a way that's that I felt so much better about than uh, that second Halloween movie when Michael Myers is just <laughs> getting it looks like final fight. And and yeah, he's just getting the shit kicked out of him by random fucking dudes for a while, and then he's like, you know what? Fuck this. Like I I don't know what that accomplished. I don't know why that was there. <laughs> yeah. This was more of like, yo, y'all are here and I don't want you here, so I'm going to kill all of you. I really <laughs> hope that they make up for that last Halloween in, in this last final well, in quotations, final Halloween. Yeah, the final of this trilogy, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I hope so too. I, I, it's not that I like, I loved that first one. The second one really disappointed me. Cause like not really anything happened. Yeah. <laughs> or he was in the hospital the whole time and like, okay. A town murdered uh, a mentally ill person. Yeah. And I still, and I get this is my brain, but I still feel so weird about the fact that everyone in town is like, that's him. And it's not, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I I get it. It's it's not the same Michael Myers that's been in twenty movies. I understand, but I don't know. Just just some stuff like that. I I might have to once that third one comes out, like revisit them all and just just see how I feel. Um, but yeah, that one definitely felt like a letdown. Um, you you can't have <laughs> you know your main actress that you brought back specifically to have an emotional impact on this story sit in the goddamn hospital the entire movie like well and dude she is beloved by the the fans like oh that character that actress in general you know yeah yeah Yeah. you don't waste jamie lee curtis dude no and especially you know no offense but judy greer not 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 jamie lee curtis (laughs) yeah (laughs) no um but whatever, I well, I guess we'll find out soon, right? That that new one's coming out this October, I'm assuming. Sure, yeah, probably. I feel like they can't put it. Like they can't coming this Christmas, Halloween. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm into it. All right. Um, did you watch the Orphan? No. No. Oh, okay. Well, you know what, dude? I don't want to talk about it. How about that? Should I watch it? I was gonna say here's here's what I'll say about it. It was, it was fine. With that that in, yeah, just in saying that. So Jalen saw it. Jalen loved it. She said it was amazing. But I think I just set my expectations too high. Where I was like, I loved the last one, and so I was just very excited, and it it was okay. Hmm. I mean, okay is probably what I would expect, but yeah, I don't know. You know, it. it that second Halloween, notwithstanding, I think we've had a pretty good run of both like original horror movies and and some pretty good reboots, you know, mm-hmm. Scream and and again Texas Chainsaw. Um, yeah. Apparently, we're never gonna see a Friday the Thirteenth again, but maybe that's for the best. <laughs> Especially yeah. considering how that last one went, and uh, we just won't even talk about any new Freddy Kruegers. But uh, right. Oh, I also did enjoy that Chucky a lot. The, the, the show uh, the oh. show was good too but 
um the the movie the again you know like like texas chainsaw oh you're talking about the new one where it was like all uh modernized and shit yes i thought it was all right i thought they did a really good job of doing that um that's what i liked about it i didn't necessarily love the movie but i did like the some of those little update things were kind of cool but it it just doesn't touch the original to me like yeah i'm in love with that so i mean and it's clear that that dude still has it right like um I, i can't remember his name but he he was involved in the show and not that movie right um so cool um mm-hmm. what else oh here's the thing i just really want to talk about for some reason um i watched robocop last night uh, <laughs> the remake yeah <laughs> i so first of all i actually really enjoyed it um, i watched it back in the day it was fine yeah i, didn't I know I, it. I, I saw it back in the day as well and and definitely had a sense of like why are you doing this like who is who is this fucking joel kinnaman motherfucker yeah, I, and I feel like I was mostly, I'd have to actually, I don't know when it came out, but I feel like I was also burned by the Total Recall remake, mm-hmm. um, which I probably saw before. Yeah, so the Total Recall remake came out two years before. And I mean, I have, I have no good things to say about that movie. Um, which one was better, Dread or RoboCop? Uh, what do you mean? remake like the yeah. remake ones? oh yeah. definitely dread yeah hundred thousand percent dread. that movie was cool <laughs> oh hundred percent i really hope they go back to that uh because i mean not only just carl urban but um yeah that mm-hmm. was that was a very legit update of that um but no i thought this movie was uh again smart with its uh technology you know considering 2014 not super long ago but things have changed a lot since then and it seems plenty prescient now. Um, and the fact that they they kept a little bit of the satire. I thought the uh, the Sam Jackson stuff was really good as like this freaking TV personality guy who's like pretending to play to both sides and is. Mm-hmm you know something goes wrong and he calls congress pro crime like just really funny shit um <laughs> and then obviously you have jay baruchel being some sort of marketing exec dude um that was pretty good and then fucking <laughs> rolled <laughs> from letter kenny is in it for like two yeah i didn't seconds. know that at all <laughs> i was just watching it he he's some like druggy that um robocop busts oh on weird the and he says he's like uh so i can tase you and and then arrest you or you can tell me where the you know where this guy's like operations are and then i arrest you and it's <laughs> fucking rolled dude nice in what is effectively his first movie ever um i think he was in one like short film before that as far as his imdb credits are concerned <laughs> pretty mind cool. blowing mind blowing shit right there um Outside of that, though, I played some. Did you play anything? You get any um, that, so that, that not really. That no, no. I really, I just tried to. I tried to play test D and D, and then oh, I, I keep doing the same thing where I install 
uh, Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. I start to play it. I realize that I can't play it because I just want to mess around with the builds forever and then I can't actually get into the game and enjoying the game. So then I go, oh, I better just drop this and whatever. I did it again. This is like the, I don't know, sixth, seventh time, something like that. And then I played a bunch of Dead Cells. Sweet. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you for going yep. back to that. Um, I found a pretty good selection of stuff that has come out uh, in the recent, I don't know, week, two weeks. And then obviously upcoming, like, I got Saints Row installed. I'm ready to go, dude. Oh, ready. snap. That's when that's, does that come out? It's tomorrow. Tomorrow at, tomorrow at nine should be sweet. Uh, it's it's listed for Tuesday, but they usually they usually pump that stuff out um, at about nine o'clock. But anyway, um, Roller Drome. As that's that's a I good, saw it. That's a good ass video game right there. Um, how do I even? So the the obvious comparison is it's like Tony Hawk, but with guns um weird and okay i i get that comparison because you're you're roller skating around uh you're doing tricks you're grinding you're collecting floating things in the air <laughs> um but also you're shooting motherfuckers that are shooting at you um so it's this future sport thing and i guess i should say up top i kind of got the impression that this might be a multiplayer thing um, that is not at all the case. There's, there's not a single multiplayer aspect. That's 100% what I thought it was, and that's why I didn't install it. Yes, yeah. Um, no, it's it's a single-player story. Um, you are, I believe your name is Clara Hassan, and you have taken out a giant loan of $300,000 to enter this tournament, uh, or enter, it's probably not the tournament, it's just like the season of roller shooty whatever they call it um and i haven't gotten like too too far and there's these little uh basically between uh arena moments where you're like walking through a locker room and, and doing all this other stuff kind of getting a little bit of those story beats in the background but it's very cool to play <laughs> neat there's a lot to think about though so you start out and things are things are relatively easy. It's like, okay, you have, um, basically, you tap forward on the left stick and you start going. You don't need to hold up. You just, you tap it and you start going. Um, you pretty much get to full speed nearly immediately. Um, and then you're steering from there. You're using your right stick to aim. Um, you have a jump button. You have one trick button. So you hit um, X or square, I guess, and uh, in a direction. And that does any number of different tricks. Um, if you, obviously, you can spin. If you hit R1 or the right bumper, you start doing flips. So you can, you know, combine all that together. You're getting score for these tricks. Um, first thing to note about that, there is no wiping out. You cannot crash. You could be upside down when you land, and they'll somersault out of it and keep going. It's pretty dope. The only time you can actually lose is if you get shot up enough or or messed up enough that you die or if you fall off the map uh, right. so there's, like, there's like a couple where it's like oh here's a little chasm you got to jump over or whatever uh it very quickly gets pretty damn challenging because you're it, it starts out and there's these guys with these bats 
And it's like, okay, just keep my distance. They're not going to, I have guns. They do not. Um, I will win this. But that's basically like your tutorial thing. It very quickly ramps up to where, okay, now you have these snipers and they train their laser sights on you. Starts out red. When it turns white, you got to dash. You got to dodge um, because then they're about to fire. You get these perfect dodges. You can slow down time with the left trigger. So it's like essentially anytime you aim, you slow down time, which is the main reason that this would not work at all as a multiplayer game. And that builds up over time, but you're getting ammo back by doing tricks. If you are not doing tricks, if you're bad at thinking about it. As oh, you weird. That's, yeah, as you, that's neat, though. It is really cool, and there actually is an in-world explanation for it that I think is dope as hell. Um, they really thought about this fake sport <laughs> and how how the financing goes and who's sponsoring it and and the ammo delivery system. Uh, it's it's really cool, but you really begin to spin or spin plates or juggle chainsaws or whatever because there's a lot to think about. You're you're thinking about basically a run through the level you're thinking about okay where do i get jumps to do tricks how do i do the bigger tricks to get the ammo back faster because i have a combo meter and if i don't kill anybody when the before the combo meter runs out it goes back to zero and then i obviously lose the ability to gain more points uh have these snipers looking at me starts out as one then it turns to two and then three so you're having to just dodge these bullets all the goddamn time then they throw in these other dudes who shoot rockets at you. And, because of course they do. Yeah. And uh, when you start shooting them, they put a shield up. So, <laughs> you know, you got to basically shoot. come back around and finish them off. Um, and that's just in the first two or three levels. Like, I cannot wait to see how much further this goes. Um, but you're starting, you start out with some pistols and you get the shotgun. And again, they have a, an in-world tech thing, but. With the shotgun, when you aim, when you hold the left trigger, and in this game, if you're close enough to somebody, it's just going to auto-lock to them. There's not too much fine aiming to do, uh, which is for the best. That would mm -hmm. definitely send this overboard. Uh, but with the shotgun, if you aim and slow down time, you're going to get these two parallel lines that essentially come from the sides and intersect in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, if you shoot at that moment, you shoot a slug instead of... Um, like a like a shell you know like oh. spread uh, yeah. so they're introducing some elements into that <clears throat> which i think is super dope um like i said you're you're getting like these pickup markers so essentially like the skate letters but they're just like combo tags mm -hmm. um you have challenges where it's like oh do this type of trick through this emblem that's floating in the air uh, and then other things like wall ride this ski lift or beat this score you know so there's there's a yeah. lot of the the tony hawk comparisons are not too far off um, <laughs> yeah it just has so much more to think about than that because <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, honestly the the tricks and there's not really a huge variety of them but those are there to service you getting your ammo back and to look cool as hell otherwise you know, you you get you get score from them, so that that helps too. Um, but you're not you don't necessarily have to do like trick combos in a Tony Hawk style. Um, your combo meter is your kills in a certain amount of time. So all I've been thinking about basically this whole time is like, can you backflip and bullet time? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, dude. 
That's got to feel good. Yeah, you can do a lot of stuff. You can shoot the rockets out of the air. Um, there's yeah, dude. You can shoot. Um, nice. you, can go, you can go up a, a quarter pipe above one of those snipers, go into slow-mo and just pop them in the head a few times, and then you come back down on the other side and just keep going. Like, it's dope as hell. Nice. There's a lot of feel-good moments in this game. <laughs> and it just looks so good. It's got that... I mean, it looks like that uh, Sable that came out not that long ago, but also it just has... I don't know, like a a late nineties tsunami vibe to it is maybe how I would describe it. That sounds pretty cool. Like, like pretty high detailed anime sort of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a very, it's a very cool game and really well animated too. And nice on top of it all, this is the, this is from the people that made Ali Ali world and, and the other Ali Ali games. Like this is totally, really? this is extremely different from what they've been doing in the past. Yeah. Well, like visually, for sure, by looking at that that little bit that I did look at, yeah, that, I, that looks way different. I recommend it. Um, I want to say that it's actually on a decently steep discount on Steam. On uh, yeah, on Steam right now. Okay. Uh, normally, a launch discount's like, oh, save yourself ten percent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this I th- want to say is thirty percent off right now. That's pretty good. Thirty four percent. So it's Ooh. essentially 10 bucks off. You can get it for 20 bucks. Nice. Definitely, definitely a good deal. Um, and then there's, so it kind of shows you the route through, um, through the season, the levels you've got to beat. And there's not a, a ton, ton of them, but there is an indication on the main menu that there is like a second story mode to unlock. Um, so that's pretty cool. I don't, I don't know what that's about, but I'm excited to find out yeah that sounds weird a second yeah. a second story mode yeah it's like a it's just like another uh menu item that's locked um so i assume huh. it unlocks when you cool when you beat the main uh what else uh i play some madden did, did i did i, did I play some madden my, huh cool I my madden story Last last uh, week did I did I do nah, that? No, I think we barely talked about it. We just kind of like mentioned it. Um, so here's here's the thing. Um, you know me, I like the footballs. But I, I know that about you. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of it. Um, I was looking into it, and for whatever fucking reason this year, and uh, it, I'm sure it probably led directly to the uh, mostly negative reviews on Steam right now. They decided to make this year's Madden on PC based on the last generation console version. What? Really bad idea. Um, but yeah. they were promising some pretty cool stuff as far as uh, player movement and all this other stuff for the next gen console version. Mm-hmm. So with uh, with Game Pass, you get the base tier of EA Play. And with that, you're supposed to get a 10-hour trial of Madden. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool. The night it went live, started the download, shut the system off, went to bed, get up in the morning. I'm like, all right, let's let's just like play a game or go through whatever tutorial they've got right now. Like, right. Let's, let's just check it out. Load it up. Uh, yeah, your trial's expired, dog. Uh, you can't do nothing. Oh, what? cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so then I just went on a run of basically just like watching some streamers play it or whatever. Cause at that point, mm-hmm. the, um, if you bought the expensive edition, you could play the whole game at that point or mm-hmm. people who actually got their 10 hour trials. 
and I looked at it and I'm like, all right, this is actually pretty cool looking. Um, you know, it's still Madden, but uh, I appreciated the presentation with John Madden himself. Yeah. Since he recently passed away. Um, yeah. I thought all that stuff was pretty cool. And the improvements of the game seemed like enough for me to be like, all right, I could spend money on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked it up on PlayStation and I've been playing it. And yeah, it it feels more smooth. Like they're definitely on the right track of you're not getting those stiff animations so much anymore when you're actually trying to, let's say, spin move somebody. Um, it happens <laughs> right. a lot quicker. So it actually feels like it is useful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, just those like minor tweaks, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's another Madden. Um, I'd say it's, <laughs> it doesn't do anything offensive to make it worse than last year's game, unless you're trying to play it on PC, in which case, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. That's a real fucking bummer for everybody involved. Yeah. Uh, and then just just Rumbleverse, man. Oh, I still haven't played any more of that. I I keep meaning to, and I just don't. I. I learn more and more every game as I either do decently well and get into the last circle or just get absolutely destroyed by somebody <laughs> who's just doing the cheapest shit and I cannot yeah. figure out how to how to counter it counter it and yeah. I just get whacked and then the next game <laughs> so there was actually one uh, particular instance so a uh, little tip for all of you out there when you get when you get knocked down in this game uh, so basically, there's like a regular three-hit combo, which is kind of mm-hmm. your baseline attack. Um, if you get hit by all three of those, you kind of fly back. If you splat up against the wall, you're going to bounce into the air a little bit, at which point you can be comboed again. Um, but if you just fall on the ground, you're just you're just on the ground. And if you lay there, um, basically, you cannot be hit by regular attacks. The only thing you can get hit by is an elbow drop. Um, and you're recovering stamina the entire time you're laying there. Oh, that's wow. cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then at that point, you can you can hit the dodge button to roll away. You can hit the attack button to basically um, get up with a spinning like AOE attack. Or the thing that people don't realize is you can hit the vicious attack button, which is your like unblockable, like throwable button. And uh, you get up and, and do a nut punch is, is what the move is. Um, <laughs> nice. people, people don't seem to realize that. So. Um, I had a situation and your basic three attack combo probably does 200 points of damage at most. Mm-hmm. Um, you start the game with either a thousand or 1100. I can't remember um, of health. I, I ran into a guy in the beginning of, of a match and uh, basically it went like this. I hit him with the three attack combo and he fell to the ground. I walked up right next to him. I guarded so that when he got up and did his spinning attack, I blocked it. I hit him with three more attacks and I just mm-hmm. rinsed and repeat the entire time. <laughs> he had no idea what to do. He did the spinning <laughs> attack every single time and I killed him. Wow. <laughs> like, he had no idea how to get out of that. dude. So nice. and, and it would have been easy. All you had to do was roll away. All you had to do was, you know, the, the unblockable or something, but there are definitely situations where, um, if you're good at it and you get someone on the ground, there's a lot of stuff you can do to just. I did not know that, dude. When I get them, when I got them on the ground, I was like, well, I guess I just have to kind of wait for them to come back at me. Yeah, a little bit. Um, it, it depends on. It has a lot to do with how your fight with them has gone. And I think that's the coolest part about this game mm-hmm. is you really get to learn your opponents. Um mm-hmm. 
So, you know, there's, there's a situation where like, yeah. Yeah. So let's say that that fight had gone slightly differently where first time he gets up, he does the whirlwind attack. So I block um, and, and knock him down again. Let's say next time he tries to get up with the vicious attack, he's probably going to hit me with it. Or if I'm quick enough, I can, I can attack through it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unblockable, but you have attack priority. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if he starts to be like laying on the ground a little bit longer, you know, to get his stamina, then at that point I can do an elbow drop, um, which I can either hit him with, or he can roll out of the way, you know? So it's, you mm-hmm. really get into, because the fights are so long in this game. Um, it's, and I said this before, it's, it's nothing like the, oh shit, uh, this dude shot six assault rifle bullets and I'm down fight over, you know, it's, they're mm-hmm. long and they're drawn out and there's plenty of opportunity for two people to just be fighting. And then someone, I have a clip of me doing this, jumping off a skyscraper with an elbow <laughs> drop. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just really cool. I think, I definitely think it needs some tuning. Um, and then there's also, I run into, and I run into this in multiverses a lot too, um, where my connection for some reason is just not great. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll have situations where it's like, okay, I need to bail out of this. I'm just going to run. Um, so I, I roll away and then I just immediately start sprinting. Well, the person who at that point has to be several steps behind me um, just launches a flying kick and hits me in the back of the head. Mm. Like, I don't know how you caught up that quick. I don't know what the, the disconnect is here. Um, I've yeah. also had a, a few times where like, I feel like a fight's going good. I'm in my super mode, dude. I, it worked out perfectly. I launched my grab and I just don't grab them. I've, I've had that situation as well. Yeah. And then I get grabbed and killed. Um, <laughs> so there's just, there's some weirdness that I can't figure out like what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're definitely like in the case of multiverses, I constantly have in the top right of the screen, the like the medium connection icon. And I don't know what the problem is. Hmm. Maybe it's a type discrepancy i feel like it has to be you know it's still at whatever like shouldn't be but you know a lot of things shouldn't be in r you know what i mean (laughs) Um, for sure yeah uh but that was like the majority of what i just kind of been cycling through a little bit of cult of the lamb um (laughs) how how are you on that where you at i mean it's such a good game i i really want to um so i've done uh, the first uh, Leshy, Leshy is down. Yep. Of course, um, I'm, I'm about halfway to the next one. Um, oh, okay. I'm just as weird as it is to say out loud. I'm just really enjoying, you know, walking around and cleaning up people's poop and. <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah, dude. You don't um, have an outhouse yet? No, that's way up there. An outhouse, man. That's so far up in the skill tree. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I would do that uh, thing so fast. I haven't, I haven't, uh, but I think I literally logged like, I don't know, uh, probably 24 hours into that game in <laughs> over, over two days. days. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I did it. I did the damn I mean, thing. It, it's definitely worth it. If I had the time and like, honestly, the only reason I'm oh, not, I definitely is, didn't have the time. Is, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, honestly, the only reason I'm not is, is I'm going through basically battle pass hunting in the other yeah. game I'm, I'm working my way through rumbleverse i'm doing multiverses i'm still yeah. talking away on the battlefield one 
Um, yeah. So it's basically I just jump in for like. Did I see something about Diablo Four having like some sort of battle pass type thing? Oh, I'm sure that it does. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I saw still, something about that. That still is weird to me, man. I wonder if they're gonna pull it off. So they've they've also said um, no loot boxes. Yep. Or, or I saw something, that something along those lines. Anyway. Yeah. Um, which is which is good. Um, mm-hmm. But we still. And and this is a problem I had. Uh, yeah, so Diablo Four will ditch loot boxes for battle passes. Um, and then, dude, guarantee you I'll buy that for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's probably gonna have some cool shit in there. Um, I don't I, do anything like that ever, and I will do it for that. How many times? I mean, shit, you would have done. Uh, how many times do they have? Months. I don't know. <laughs> every every probably, season, so uh, yeah, about every know. three months usually is what it. Whatever, ends up man. Being. Um, if I play it that much i might as well yeah it, it you know it that or buy another game you, like shit it it almost turns into like a subscription-based thing for these sorts yeah. of games like if they're the if they're things you want to run through and i have no problem you know that there are some that i'll skip every now and then in games that i love um but there are other times where it's like yeah you know there's this one or these two things in this battle pass that make it worthwhile to me mm-hmm. um and then most of the time in those battle passes, you get the currency back that you spent on it. Yeah. Um, so you can just literally roll that over into the next one and just keep that train rolling. Yeah. Um, in, in a lot of games cases, I don't know if that's going to be the case for Diablo. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to be the cynic and say it absolutely won't be. Um, <laughs> but I, I just wonder what, what are they going to have in here? So if if they're not gonna have loot boxes well they for sure talked about cosmetics see and i think that sucks yeah sure (laughs) well it's not they're not saying that you can't you can still collect cosmetics from the game and almost the same cosmetics what they're saying is that you'll get like specific they're talking about like alternate versions you know how overwatch has those like remix ones where they're like really sick but they're just a little bit like different yeah. I think that's what they're talking about. Well, and I mean, like, I, I think that in concept is fine. Um, I just, I keep going back to the fact that at its core, Diablo is a game about finding the cool, the shit that looks cool and is strong. Um, mm-hmm. I guess as long as it doesn't, I don't know how it couldn't though. Like it's going to have to turn into some sort of almost transmog style thing. Yeah. Or, yeah, I don't know. I I think that's a bummer a little bit, um, but and then they're obviously going to have like, uh, like multiverses. Like everything does is like some sort of profile card where you're going to get backgrounds and borders mm-hmm. and all this other shit. Yeah, they've got something like that now, but it's just not very much. Yeah, so I'm sure those those are going to be unlockables too. Um, they've got borders I, or whatever. I wonder if they'll do anything along the lines of what destiny does. Um, I think that destiny has one of the best battle pass systems because you're getting, you get the currency for the Eververse store. So that's where you're like buying um, cosmetics that you like. Um, you're also getting like a set or two of cosmetics throughout the season. You're getting uh, exotic Engrams, mm-hmm. which, you know, Diablo could absolutely do something like that. Um, you're mm-hmm. getting like mats. You're like they have a lot of stuff that they're giving you, and it's all 
with the exception of, you know, cosmetics are not gameplay relevant, but it's it's all gameplay stuff. You know, you don't have a a profile card like I mentioned before. Like you don't have any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I hope that they're looking at that model because I think more than any other game, Diablo fits that model. Yeah. Of like constant grinding. Let's run this mission again. Let's do this dungeon again. Like, yeah. I really hope that they're they're looking at at that as a template because they've and i mean they've refined it over the years right like i don't know when they started doing battle passes in destiny but it's been a while now and they've been at this <laughs> yeah. for a long ass time um so they've definitely <laughs> they've definitely cut their teeth on it so to speak yeah um anything else i don't think i found out Season 27's October. coming up yeah that's cool and all <laughs> um, i'm just ready i'm just i just want to see four uh, yeah, yeah 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 for sure um what the hell was i about to oh so just this is just like mostly a psa and like me venting a little bit um so i i've probably spoken about it uh since my daughter was born on the show i've spent a lot more time in my living room away from my computer um or in the bedroom um trying to go to sleep while she tries to go to sleep um streaming things to either my laptop or the living room TV or my phone. Um, and one of the things, particularly on the laptop end, because I can hook a mouse up to it. Um, one of the things I was really disappointed in is I can pretty much stream whatever the fuck I want to except Valorant and Valorant big, 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 big bit of controversy. When it came out, it still has a, a kernel level anti-cheat. So it is always running mm. on your on your computer. Um, mm. If you stop it and you want to play Valorant, you have to restart your computer. Um, and that was blocking any sort of remote. Um, they they call it a virtual machine. So any sort of like virtualization, mm-hmm. it would not let you do. So I could boot the game. It just would not receive any mouse clicks or anything like that. Um, I did recently find out that I can do that. Um, I've been using Parsec for a lot of stuff. I've I've sung the praises of Parsec for a long time, Um, but I started using Moonlight and that's been giving me a little bit better experience. Um, It's obviously not as feature rich and I think that's fine, especially for what I'm trying to use it for. Um, And it just uses NVIDIA's streaming thing. Like it's, it's not a native NVIDIA app, but it just uses like their API or whatever. Uh, And you can use Moonlight to stream Valorant. So I was playing some in my living room this morning I'm just as bad as I would be if I was sitting at this computer. So I would consider that a success. Now I can scratch that itch anytime I want to. And it also does have controller support too, which I've never tried, but I might think about doing that. Uh, That's probably going to be awful. But uh, yeah. I didn't even know I was muted. Anyways, what, (laughs) (laughs) what, um, what is Valorant? I'm trying Valorant, to replace it. I'm not getting Valorant it. is is it's Riot's game. It's it's you know the League of Legends two. Sure. Um, it's uh Counter Strike. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a Counter Strike with um abilities. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I mean, just just like a Riot game, they've got really cool characters. They've got really cool abilities, <laughs> and actually, um. I might be the only one here that finds this particular part funny. Um, So for instance, um, in, in Valorant, there is an ability 
that uh, one of the they were like one of the first characters that came out. They basically shoot up this wall and it mm-hmm. blocks the sight line. You can still, you know, shoot through it and move through it, but it's almost like a smoke wall that comes up. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it got to the point where um, there's there's a new operator coming out now, but the last Rainbow Six operator that came out had that exact same skill. <laughs> he rolled like a grenade and then uh-huh. it like bounced off a wall. And then at that point it like shot up a like legit, a green like vapor wall that looks so much like the Valorant thing. Um, so, so if that's any indication of like how successful this game is, how I don't know about innovative, but they definitely <laughs> have some cool ideas. Um, right. It's, it's, it's very fun, even though I'm completely trash at it. Um, I like to play Counter-Strike, but there yeah. are so many hackers in that game that I cannot stomach it, which is uh-huh. probably why <laughs> the, the Valorant anti-cheat is the way it is. Um, so I shouldn't hate on it too much. Right. But I, I'm just holding on until that fighting game they're making comes out because that, I think, is going to be dope as hell. I could see that being pretty cool. I mean, I don't know anything about it. All I know is they they have brought on the people who made uh, GGPO and Rollback Netcode, uh, hmm. which are like fighting game royalty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, yeah. You can't. I don't know that you can contribute, say, Street Fighter to a single person or a pair of people. Um, so the pro- the next closest thing to these two guys is probably like Ed Boon and uh tobias you know the the two people quote unquote responsible for mortal Kombat. um they like i said they made rollback netcode which if your game does not have that this these days what the fuck you even doing (laughs) um they kind of made a big uh thing about it at evo um this year when they announced that dragon ball fighters was getting rollback and uh, actually a a few other games as well um yeah i just really want to see how they pull off like some of these characters i mean there's some obvious characters where it's like okay you know echo has a sword jinx has her guns you know Mm -hmm. there's there's the obvious ones but i really want to see like some of the other ones you know like in in alawi i fucking love alawi um some of her movesets look pretty fucking dope (laughs) um but there's some other ones that I'd, I'd love to see, like, um, what's the uh, what's the little teddy bear guy? Um, Nar, Nar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, does he fucking transform into big Nar at some point? That'd be well. well yeah, I, I mean, I feel like you have to do that. <laughs> I just don't know in what context, right? Like, right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, they clearly Riot has shown the ability to make successful games. Um, I think pretty much anything that they've actually released has been awesome. Yo, I really like that one that was like a short uh, one-shot type deal. Uh, the Ruined King? Yeah, that was cool, man. Yeah. Was that actually short? It was pretty short. I, I didn't play enough of it. Uh, it looked really cool, and I wanted to go back to it at some point, but um, I kind of got the sense that it was, eh, man, I guess they didn't really promote it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I shouldn't probably have expected something like path of exile length or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. It was, it was what I played of it. I enjoyed quite a bit. 
Um, but I think that's it, man. I'm, I think I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing else. This bear hath runneth dry. I think, uh, you should probably watch orphan just so we could talk about it, but yeah, just, you know, don't set your expectations too high and you'll like it. I mean, you know, me, my expectations are going to be through the roof now. (laughs) Right, Um, right, right. I might actually, I, I would like to take the opportunity that I have to watch that fall movie. Um, I just want to see if that's dumb as hell or not. Um, and uh, there's another something's hitting streaming soon. Well, I'm gonna watch House of Dragon tonight. Oh yeah, that's, that's for sure gonna happen. Okay. Um, I forget. I, forgot, I keep forgetting that's a thing. I, I mean, I really don't care that much. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it, probably. The main reason I've been interested is uh, I got a coworker who's watching through Game of Thrones for the first time. Oh man, that's cool. Um, so I'm, I'm just like, every single day he comes into work. I'm like, all right, what'd you watch, man? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so tell me how it felt. <laughs> just finished uh, season six. So the last okay. of the length one. So he saw hold the door. He saw the battle of the bastards. He saw Cersei blow the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. up out of everybody. Like, yeah, he's, that was he's the, really probably the most exciting part of the show. Like that whole section right there. Oh, just that, uh, that stretch right there. Where, and finally, you know, you have, Everybody, and I, I did this too, just thinks of uh, Joffrey as like such a big shithead. I had almost forgotten because I tried to like semi-watch along with him. Um, I'd forgotten how much of a dickhead Ramsey Bolton was. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> and him finally getting that comeuppance was great. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been trying to um, not temper his expectations, but just kind of let him know <laughs> how people felt about the ending. Uh, just, right. Just to kind of soften the blow if he hates it. I'm like, you know, I enjoyed right. the hell out of it, but I thought it was all right. I, I really, I really thought it was fine. Like, I remember like the explosive reaction. I didn't think it deserved that necessarily. Yeah, it but. wasn't. It wasn't the ending of Breaking Bad. But, that's true. Yeah. But what is right? Mm-hmm. Maybe Better Call Saul. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't know. I saw a little bit of that show. I thought probably the first season. That was cool. I I hear it gets really like like Breaking Bad levels of good. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that it's over, I might just actually start start watching that. Yeah. All right, man. Well, all right, man. Let's GTF out of here. Um, that's been a Game Quest show. Um. Yeah, I got nothing. What happened to your sick ass? I mean, sign out from last time, dude. What was it? Something about thanks for something. No, I don't think that was it. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for something. No, I don't remember what it was, uh, dude. Something, something, something. Glory hole. <laughs>